Hello and welcome to MLW Confusion. I'm your host Rob Cameron, bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. <laughs> this week, the time has come, ladies and gentlemen. It is Battle Riot. It is new MLW programming. Not that the last couple of months haven't been great, but really, like, here we go, man. It's MLW, MLW Con Fusion with Fusion. It, it's time to bring the MLW back into MLW Con Fusion. Tonight is Battle Riot, one of the biggest events of the year for MLW. Uh, 40 man battle royale with a opportunity for the World Heavyweight Championship on the line. But before we get to that and my tap dancing happiness, let's uh, take care of some news. First up, it is announced this week that MLW will be returning to the historic 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on Saturday, July 7th with MLW Blood and Thunder. Tickets go on sale next week, Tuesday to be exact, at 10 a.m. Uh, so I hope you listen to this podcast before Tuesday so you can get in on it. No matches have been announced yet, but scheduled to compete is the MLW World Heavyweight Champion Alex Hammerstone, Jacob Fatu, Alex Kane and the Beaumayet Fight Club, Real One, Enzo, Enzo Moy, however you want to look at him, Davey Boy Smith Jr. and the Billington Bulldogs, MLW World Tag Team Champions Hustle and Power, Lindsay Dorado, MLW World's Featherweight Champion, Taya Valkyrie, Microman, Davey Richards, Mance Warner, Delirious, Sam Adonis, Cesar Duran, the Samoan SWAT team, the FBI, and many, many more. Also, moving along, we've gotten some notes uh, sent to us from Fightful Select uh, regarding uh, Fightland and some backstage names, etc., etc., etc. Looks like we are going to have a bigger crossover event with Dragon Gate at this time. No dates or what the specifics are for that at this time. Obviously, MLW has been working with promotions all around the world, doing variations of talent exchanges, or at least bringing in new talent for events, um, with the latest being Dragon Gate, hence um, our current metalweight champion being Shun Skywalker. Uh, it is also noted that Philadelphia Eagles player Jordan Mylata, sorry if I butcher that because I'm not really a football dude, was backstage at Fightland, in addition to head shrinker Fa Asamu. MLW has also secured a sponsorship with Bet Online, and that will be announced here in the near future. So, getting in on the ground floor of online betting, etc., etc., etc. Cesar Duran, also uh, known as Dario Cueto. Uh, obviously, if you've been paying attention to MLW, you know what a Cesar Duran is. Uh, we'll be having a new on-screen role with the company. Uh, we don't really know what that is, but he's already the current matchmaker for the promotion. Looks like Alex Kane is in the very good graces of the company. They're very impressed with his hard work. Uh, and, of course, he's been steadily pushed since his debut, uh, including a run with the National Openweight Championship. Uh, but it looks like this year MLW has their sights set on him 
uh, much higher than before. So uh, be prepared to see him featured more prominently in the coming season. Uh, in addition to Kane impressing MLW officials, it is reported that the Billington Bulldogs have also impressed the company, and they're very high on them as well. Um, they are just kind of the latest of a long line of second-generation stars to come through the promotion, including the Von Eriks, Jacob Fatu, Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, all those folks have some strong family ties. All right, it is time. It is time to battle Riot on Pro Wrestling TV, the brand new sponsorship and, well, streaming partnership with MLW Wrestling, your home for MLW Fusion, and, of course, tonight's Battle Riot. We have the opening. Rich Bocini, Joe Drombowski are welcoming us to the show. They're giving us the rules for Battle Riot, which, of course, 40 men, come, one coming out every minute, trying to eliminate each other until one person is left standing. Eliminations come via throwing your opponent over the top rope and their feet, hitting the floor, pinfall, and submission. So a couple of different ways to get your opponents out of the competition, leaving you, the sole survivor, and you worthy of a shot at the MLW World Heavyweight Championship currently held by your boy Alexander Hammerstone. Anywho... Rich and Joe, welcome us, of course. Give us the rules and kick things off to new backstage interviewer Sam Laternas. She is with Hustle and Power. They are drawing their numbers for Battle Riot. They're, however, they're very suspicious of each other because tonight they're not partners. They're opponents because only one man can be left standing in the Battle Riot. So they don't show each other their numbers. In fact, they side-eye each other. But Induka looks pretty content with his number and noting that Destiny starts tonight for him and his journey for the MLW World Heavyweight Championship. Moving on to the ring and the raucous crowd. Cesar Duran and Los Aztecas are out. Cesar starts squawking in a New York accent, running down the crowd and their accent. But notes, it's exciting. And we are going to have Battle Riot. Because I haven't said Battle Riot enough. Um, but putting that over, the winner of tonight's event, again, World Heavyweight Championship match. In theory, it should be against Alexander Hammerstone. But after... His Azteca goons are done with him. He won't have the title anymore. But of course, since he invoked the name Alexander Hammerstone, your boy Hammer comes out. And I'm guessing we're having a match because the bell rings after the Los Aztecas jump him in the ring. One Azteca is just chucked out of the ring unceremoniously. One pump kick and one nightmare pendulum. That's all we need. The match is over. One, two, three. Still champ, I guess? I mean, I didn't know it was a title belt, but whatever. It's all good. Your boy, Alexander Hammerstone. After the match, he backs Cesar into the corner. But before he can really do anything, Richard Holiday and Alicia tutor out. Holiday has a chair and just continuously tees off on the midsection of Hammer in this heinous attack. Of course, screaming how it was him. He is the sole proprietor of the dynasty. He is going to be champion. Hammer is left bleeding from the mouth. They're speculating internal injuries, at least broken ribs, uh, from those numerous, numerous chair shots. Um, and before we cut away, uh, we see... Holiday holding the belt up high, and then, of course, the uh, customary makeout with Alicia Atute. While we're recovering from that 
graphic display of violence. Uh, we move on to another graphic display of violence, which Mads Kruger uh, was hideously disfigured by Jacob Fatu in the Weapons of Mass Dis uh, Destruction match. Uh, he is seen crawling backstage after what I assume is unsuccessful surgery, maybe. Uh, it's a scene reminiscent from 1989's Batman. Um, when he is met backstage by... Uh, well, what was originally like a shadowy figure uh, handing Kruger a mask, uh, they pan out this time around revealing that this shadowy figure is actually former Ring of Honor manager Prince Nana. So it looks like Kruger may be part of a new embassy, which I believe that's what's going on around uh, the indies besides MLW. Uh, but this looks to be uh, the big uh, reveal and debut of Prince Nana in the MLW-verse. We also start getting the announcement. We got a couple of matches announced next week for the season premiere of MLW Fusion. It's Clara uh, Carreras will be taking on Scarlett Boudreaux. And a fatal four-way match for the MLW World Middleweight Championship as La Australia will be taking on Ares, Lindsay Dorado, and the MLW Middleweight Champion, Myron Reed. Speaking of Myron Reed, Reed and Alex Kane, members of the Beaumayet Fight Club, are now backstage picking out their numbers for the Battle Riot. They take turns distracting the referee to allow each other to uh, kind of ruffle through the balls and see what number kind of works best for them. Uh, both of them, after the slight distraction, seem pretty content and shuffle on away uh, with their ill-gotten gains. Alright, before we move on to the Battle Riot itself, it is time to take a pause for the cause, get some ads out of the way so we can continue through the Battle Riot uninhibited by commercial interruptions, unlike the real thing. So I'm going to take a break, Did freak out, freak out, freak out, and I'll be back with Battle Riot. If you're like me, sometimes you need a pick-me-up to get you through the day. I drink Ray's Energy for that pickup. Ray's comes in a bunch of different flavors, and more recently, Italian Ice, which is great, by the way. And it contains no sugar, so there's no crash after you drink it. And, really, like, best of all, if you go through me and go to wetrepsports.com, use my code CASS, you get 15% off your order. So, also, be like CASS, drink Ray's Energy... All right, we are back, and it is time for Battle Riot. We are getting ready to see who are our first two participants, uh, participants, participants in the pants, something of the like. It's just, it's just pandemonium run wild in my head already. I'm just so excited for this thing to get through, even though I've kept a relatively even keel in my voice for this here podcast. Uh... Number one, out number one, Hustle and Powers, EJ and Duca. And when I watched this, my heart sank because I was pretty sure he was going to be the one who was going to win this. I guess he still can without giving into the spoilers. Um, but the odds of doing so just greatly decreased. And I thought he this is the guy that was going to do it. He was my pick. And I'm kind of crestfallen to see that uh, he's out number one. Though, in a great bit of irony... <gasps> Number two is the other half of Hustle and Power, Calvin Tankman. So Hustle and Power are your number one and number two competitors in the Battle Riot. Will they demolition each other? The answer is actually no. They kind of play to the crowd for a moment, do a brief tie-up, and uh, 
and Duka gets out of a waste lock from Tankman when number three comes out, and that is Mr. Thomas of the Beaumaier Fight Club. He tries to do some damage to Hustle and Power. Doesn't really work, though. Number four, Lindsay Dorado's out, and they triple-team Mr. Thomas before uh, Hustle and Power's like, dude, really? And so they has fight for, I know, another 30 seconds when participant number five is out, the king of strange style, Ares. Uh, he just gets speared right away for his efforts. Um... EJ eliminates Mr. Thomas and Calvin Tankman in the meanwhile. Uh, so uh, every man for himself, but Tankman wasn't terribly thrilled about that. Uh, while Tankman and Induka are going back and forth over uh, how fair that elimination was, Lince and Ares uh, eliminates EJ and Duca. So there, there goes my pick right away, which, I mean, granted, I knew as soon as he came out number one that... T uh, wasn't going to go all the way, though I kind of figured he'd last a bit longer than, like, the five spot, but shows you what I know. Out number six is Microman, and he gives face busters for everybody. Number seven, Mini Abismo Negro comes out, and him and Microman have had a tiff, like, over the past year, so, so Abismo just beelines to Microman and just kicks him in the head, which... I find to be hilarious because this like happens like every bloody time they're in the ring together. Abysmo just comes in out of nowhere, just kicks Microman in the face, and he's dead for a little bit. Uh, number eight is La Australia. Uh, number nine, Casey Navarro. Now we're blessed. According to commentary, this match is now blessed. Um, I'll tell you what's not blessed, though. Uh, participant number 10, Kim Chi. That's right, WWF legend Kim Chi. And everyone hates him. Everyone just beats the snot out of him. And just, you know, duh. Everyone hates him. It's like he's a Chris or something. Everybody hates him. Number 11, Joel Maximo of the SATs out. Uh, finally, like, everyone just kind of, like, hops on a limb of Kim Chi and, as a group, uh, collectively cause him to submit. Uh, Kim Chi is now eliminated. Killer Cross comes out at number uh, 12 and just immediately Saito suplexes Joel, Joel out of the match. Uh, he then presses Ares. Ares is eliminated. Number 13 is Sammy Callahan for the first time in like three years since he was very publicly fired from MLW. He is back with his baseball bat smacking everyone around. Number 14 is the real one, the former Enzo Amore. Uh, we have a great little spot with Sammy Callahan, Abismo Negro, and Microman, uh, where Microman and Abismo was on the ring apron, um, and Microman is clutching for dear life onto Abismo, and Abismo just gets, like, decked by Sammy Callahan, and he just, like, rocks halfway, like, off the ring apron, and Microman's just clutching to Abismo's hand, so he's literally like dangling off the floor as well, uh, almost like something out of a cartoon. It was great. Um, they do this a couple of times before uh, Enzo, real one, just kicks Microman. He's gone, and then Callahan finishes off Abismo. Number 15, the leader of the strange Sangre Gangrel. He is out. Um... 16, going along with our classic WWF guys, Quang the Ninja. Uh, meanwhile, real one, Enzo, um, which is hiding outside the ring, and this is kind of a recurring theme. So he spends most of the match that he's in uh, outside of the ring, um, picking his shots, coming in and out, um, with Casey Navarro ends up getting 
rolled out to the floor. Uh, him and Enzo have beef in the past, and so they are kind of going back and forth. And Enzo just hits the running crucifix bomb into the ring post for like the fifth time on KC, because obviously he hasn't learned any lessons. Um, while this is going on, number 17 is out, and it is Bud Heavy. Uh, follows me on Twitter, by the way, so you should too. Um, in the meanwhile, Sammy Callahan eliminates Australia. Number 18, representing the FBI, is Little Guido. Good to see him back. Like, he still is in great shape. Uh, somewhere in all of this, Quang mists Bud Heavy. Uh, then Enzo comes in and eliminates Bud to my chagrin. Uh, Cross eliminates Quang. Number 19 is the other half of the SAT, Jose Maximo. Uh, number 20, of the Ambition Dojo, it's Davy Richards. Uh, in the meanwhile, Callahan eliminates Gangrel. Number 21, representing the SST, is Lance Anawai. Uh, number 22, making his return to MLW, is Ken Broadway. Uh, Cross elim eliminates Lindsay Dorado. Uh, number 23, Homicide is back. He eliminates Jose Maximo, like, right away. Uh, in the meanwhile, Davey Richards taps out little Guido. Number 24, big surprise, and arguably, like, probably the second biggest surprise of this here match is Ricky Shane Page. Uh, independent standout, deathmatch legend, uh, probably best known for his work in uh, uh, Game Changer Wrestling, but has been around the, the country, uh, doing his thing and just kind of showing that he's not just a deathmatch guy, even though that is what he's best known for. Uh, he comes out with a bucket of plunder. And by bucket, of course, I mean garbage can. Uh, where am I on my notes on here? Number 25, the other, well, half of the tag team chunk of the SST. It's Juicy Finale. Uh, Lance eliminates uh, Homicide. Uh, Sammy, Han eliminate, uh, Sammy Callahan eliminates Ken Brockway. Number 26 is one of Los Aztecas. Uh, he's still alive, I guess. In the meanwhile, uh, Juicy eliminates, well, that Azteca, like, pretty much right away with a big splash off the top rope and causes the entire ring to shake, and everyone who's in the ring just kind of, like, splatters all over. Unfortunately, no eliminations happen that way. Uh, and, uh, but, like, as soon as that happens, real one eliminates Lance. Number 27, it is the Doctor of Jobology, Dr. Dax. Uh, Ricky Shane Page powerbombs uh, Navarro through a table ringside, uh, eliminating him. They were in the ring, so over the top rope to the floor. That kind of elimination, not like it was a table match elimination, unfortunately. Number 28, the last member of the SST, former MLW World Heavyweight Champion Jacob Fatu. He immediately eliminates Dr. Dax. Number 29, the crown jewel of the new embassy. Mads Kruger number 30 the third Maximo brother Will uh, the youngest brother and he is promptly eliminated by Mads Kruger 31 is out and it is war horse and that was terrible I apologize for that my voice is going out because it's just been a crazy night and I've already been rattling on incoherently for like 18 minutes now so I, I'm nowhere obviously not a death metal singer so I can't do this and I don't have my bottle of water next to me because if I take a drink I have to pause and if I pause I have to edit and we all know how much I hate editing um anyway so back in it Warhorse is in he is getting headbanged off the turnbuckles by Sammy Callahan and his mentor Davey Richards uh you'd think Richards would know better because those two work together in the Ambition Dojo uh so you don't slam Warhorse's head against the top turnbuckle because he enjoys headbanging, so he kind of does it himself, and then headbutts everybody in his vicinity. 
number 32, Hotfire Myron Reed is out. Beaumayet Fight Club. Uh, number 33 and 34 are two more Aztecas. Uh, right away, Fatu eliminates one of them. Uh, Juicy Finau is eliminated by the whole group of folks. Number 35, Matt Cross. He is back with the company. Uh, Fatu eliminates the other Azteca. Number 36, making his return to the company, is Old Mancer, the eye poke god. Knee pad up, knee pad down. Mance Warner is back, and I couldn't be more excited. Um, well, I probably could be, but that would involve me, like, screaming and... I'm not going to do that while I'm, you know, six inches away from a microphone. Uh, anywho, Fatu eliminates Cross. War Horse is eliminated. Uh, things are getting, like, wild and wooly now, and I'm totally missing some eliminations. Like, so I'm not sure where we are exactly with certain folks. Uh, number 38 is Alex Kane, last member of the Beaumayet Fight Club. Uh, Mads Kruger eliminates RSP. 38, pulling double duty again this year. Oops, said that part out loud. Savio Vega with his kendo stick. He's laying waste to everybody. Uh, number 39, a uh, big surprise. The first female participant in the Battle Riot, MLW featherweight champion Taya Valkyrie, and she's on a tear, going to fight everyone. Uh, Davey eliminates both members of the Bomae Fight Club, which they've been targeting him throughout the match. Um, and then... Last but not least, number 40, arguably the biggest surprise of the night, AEW superstar and one of the Trustbusters, Parker Boudreaux. Uh, didn't see this one coming. Uh, he promptly eliminates Taya Valkyrie. Um, Davey Richards gets eliminated somewhere, and the Bomae Fight Club are attacking him up on the stage. Uh, Kruger eliminates Mance Warner. Fatu eliminates Mads, and then Mads and Manser have a fight outside the ring, because that's what they're going to do. Uh, Fatu eliminates Sammy Callahan, cross pedigrees, and then does a, crop ch a, ch a crotch chop. Calm down, Rob. A crotch chop to Enzo, signifying his return to the WWE. That's what I'm going to pretend anyway, because, well... Spoiler alert, if you guys aren't aware, Killer Cross, Carrion Cross, is back with the WWE on the SmackDown brand. Um, Fatu then eliminates Cross. Um, and then there's just even more chaos somehow. Referees, because of their bias, is taken out by Cross, taken out by Fatu, though I think Fatu's was more of an accident than anything else. Uh, while the referees are like cleaning up the mess of the fight on stage and being taken out by Cross, uh, Fatu technically eliminates Enzo, uh, but there's no ref to see it, so Enzo tries to eliminate Fatu and gets the ref awake. The ref uh, is woken by Enzo, but he is promptly tossed out of the ring leading to the victory of Jacob Fatu. He will get a shot at the MLW World Heavyweight Champion, currently held by Alex Hammerstone. Will he be, Will Hammer be champ by the time Fatu uh, cashes in? We don't know. Uh, but big win for Fatu, uh, kind of keeping the, uh, well, we'll call it the unofficial feud at this point with him and Hammer uh, going, uh, because Hammer was the one to defeat Fatu for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, the SST come out to congratulate their cousin and honorary cousin. Uh, lots of cursing to be had, uh, mostly because Fatu got a microphone and his potty mouth is terrible. Danny Housen's head would explode if he ever listened to a Jacob Fatu promo. Um, but when he's not swearing, he's putting over the crowd, uh, you know, how, and how hard they worked just to, you know, be able to come to this here show. Puts over the SST and just, you know, 
is ready for the next step in reclaiming the MLW World Heavyweight Championship. And before we go off the air, we have one more match announced for the season premiere of MLW Fusion, and that is Real One, the former Enzo More, taking on Jacob Fatu. And if it's any sort of, like, you know, stretch of the imagination to be had uh, after tonight, uh, this match is going to be wild and wooly because, you know, those two went at it tooth and nail tonight with Enzo just being a sneaky little mo and fatu just having none of it uh so we shall see what happens next week when they finally have to meet one-on-one to go along with the uh, featherweight matchup and then of course the fatal four-way for the mlw middleweight championship uh man all those names so much action to be had like this is just I just felt like an auctioneer almost. Um, and I know I, I missed stuff. Like, I'm not sure where Parker Boudreaux got eliminated. And, like, as I'm recording this, I haven't had a chance to kind of, like, watch back everything because I just watched the stream live um, and then tried to put this out as fast as I can, uh, mostly for the Patreon backwards uh, backers, just to do it, uh, you know, because that's what they pay me the big bucks for as well. And I love my patrons, so my patron saints, if you will. Ah. Uh, but yeah, uh, just out of breath. I'm really excited for MLW to be back. Uh, it's one of my favorite wrestling promotion in the country, of course. Uh, and they're back with a metaphorical bang with the Battle Riot. 40 men entered, only one left, and that happened to be former champion Jacob Fatu. Uh, excited to see where this season's going to go, and we will find out next week with the season premiere of MLW Fusion. In the meanwhile, though, uh, that's it for tonight. I thank you all for sticking with me as I've worked myself into a tizzy and I have no breath left. I don't have much of a voice left, uh, but it was a great time. And I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Uh, if you guys watched Battle Riot, like I hope you loved it. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet, obviously you should do that. I don't know why. I, okay, I appreciate you listening to the show, but if you're not watching MLW and you listen to the show, I, I, I question things. But I question a lot of things in life, so you do you, boo. Um, but totally check out battle riot and you know the backlog of mlw uh on the uh, pro wrestling television if you know you're new to mlw uh so yeah i've gone off the rails again as i want to do uh just because i appreciate every little crumb of attention y'all give me and of course mlw is back mlw is back and that is how i'll leave you by just repeating mlw is back MLW Confusion is a weekly podcast that is written and performed by Rob Kammer and hosted at Anchor FM. The background music for this section is Ruined My Day, performed by Alan Schroeder. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends, family, and enemies. Leaving a review would also be helpful. Word of mouth advertisement, of course, is very important for us small podcasts. For my social media links, they can be found in the description below, but the Twitter and Instagram are both at the Nova of Cass, T-H-E-N-O-V-A-O-F-C-A-S-S, and Facebook is at MLW Confusion. If you'd like to support monetarily and help upgrade my equipment, please check out my virtual chip jar at www.kofi.com slash Casanova, that is C-A-S-S-O-N-O-V-A. If you'd prefer more bang for your buck, go to patreon.com slash Casanova where for as little as $1, backers get access to the podcast early and without those pesky ads, plus other exclusive content. So head up the crew and join Maverick45, Alan Schroeder, and Keith Wynn, and check it out. 
You can also find t-shirts at whatamaneuver.net slash collections slash the confusion podcast. There's hyphens in between the confusion podcast, of course. And for other business inquiries, such as ads and sponsorships, please email me at rzcammer, K-A-M-E-R-E-R, at comcast.net. Thank you all for listening.